1: with srn news i'm rich thomason in washington just about to get underway on capitol hill day two of congressional testimony by the justice department inspector general discussing his investigation into the fbi's handling of the clinton email probe A surge of construction in the Midwest drove home building up by 5% in May from the previous month.
0: The Commerce Department says housing starts rose to a seasonally adjusted annual rate of 1.35 million. It's the strongest pace since July of 2007. All of May's construction gains came from a 62% jump in the Midwest, while buildings slumped in the Northeast, South and West. Housing starts have risen 11% so far this year, with gains for both single-family houses and apartment buildings. That's
1: correspondent Jeremy House. On Wall Street, the Dow is down 342 points. The S&P is off 23. This is SRN News.
2: June
3: is PTSD Awareness Month. According to the National Center for PTSD, there are four types of this disorder. But they may not be exactly the same for everyone. Each person experiences symptoms in their own way reliving the event, also called re-experiencing symptoms, avoiding situations that remind you of the event, having more negative beliefs and feelings, or feeling keyed up, also called hyperarousal. This Wellness Spotlight is brought to you by Wellness Radio 1570.
1: Glad you found us. We're Wellness 1570. You can learn more about us at TwinCitiesWellnessRadio.com. Up next, live from the wellness 1570 studios here in the twin cities the one and only mr black and like it matters radio next from the eagle wellness studios could see a scattered storm today otherwise mostly cloudy 74 for the high the chance of showers taped us off tonight mostly cloudy and 61 then partly cloudy and 81 tomorrow
4: here at the Kingdom Builders, relationships are more important than sales figures. We're not real interested in doing these commercials to pull you in with marketing. We're more interested in having an opportunity to reach out and establish a relationship with you. Matthew, my son-in-law, now works a lot in the office with me, and our goal is really to be great ambassadors for the Lord Jesus. We don't want to put our light under a bushel basket. Yeah, I've just really enjoyed talking with customers and seeing what their problems are and trying to fix those for them, trying to get peace of mind with the issues they're having with their home. We think the business part will come naturally if we have a good, solid relationship with you and establish a level of trust. We've just been immensely blessed with all the people that we've met in the past few years, and we look forward to growing our family of customers. We'd like the opportunity just to look at your roof, your gutters, whatever it might be. For a free and obviously no obligation estimate, find us online at thekingdombuilders.net.
3: My dad says I'm his pride and joy. My mommy
4: says I was her big surprise.
2: ProLifeAcrossAmerica.org. Pro Life across, Pro-life across America is educational, non-political, and tax-deductible. Please help support our life-saving outreach. A baby child is being 18 days from conception. Pro
3: Life Across America the billboard
1: people. Fact: The government will always try to shortchange you in an eminent domain case. If Schnitker Law doesn't get you more money, you don't pay them. Kurt Schnitker from the Schnitker Law Office knows how to get the money you're due. He'll prove your property is more valuable than what the government says it is. Because of the hassle, most of the time a property owner settles for a smaller portion of what they should be paid. Schnitker Law often gets double or triple what the government offers you. Unless you know the law and how it benefits you, you can end up leaving a lot of money on the table. Don't go it alone and settle for less. Call Schnitker Law. They use appraisers and their extensive knowledge of the law. They know condemnation rules, and they know how to negotiate with the government. Schnitker Law uses all these skills to get you what you deserve. Don't take the government's lowball offer. If Schnitker Law doesn't get you more money, you owe them nothing. There's no risk. Call today, 763-252-0114. Schnitker Law Office, online at minnesotaeminentdomain.com.
4: Views expressed on the following program do not necessarily represent those of this station or its management.
1: Are you sick and tired of being sick and tired? If you want to be inspired, get help in becoming all you can be. The time is now for Like It Matters Radio with your host, Mr. Scott V. Black.
5: Welcome to Like It Matters Radio Radio. Like It Matters Inspiration, Education and Application. I am your horse, your horse radio life caddy, Mr. Black. And I am so glad that you are joining me today, but you are more blessed than I am glad because today uh, we're going to be covering one topic. Uh, that I don't know if anybody has enough of. One topic that is in such great need, such such high demand, It's it should be a precious commodity. It's so rare at times. And that topic is encouragement. And today we are labeling today's program the encourager because that is your job, leader. You know, the number one commodity of a leader is hope is hope. You know, hope by definition means that no matter what's going on in your life today, that tomorrow uh, can be better. And conversely, hopeless, helpless, depressive means that your life sucks today. Excuse my language. That's a little harsh. Sorry. But and tomorrow, there'll be no different. And so today, I want to give you some encouragement because, you know, life can be tough. You know, I am a man of God. I I walk with my Lord Jesus Christ. And so I read that good book. I eat scripture daily. And one thing I learned a long time ago is two things I learned reading that Bible, and you will too. Number one, life ain't no fair. Put your big boy pants on. Life ain't no fair. The sun uh, shines on the the righteous and the unrighteous. Uh, The rain falls on the saved and the unsaved. Uh, Life ain't no fair. If we all got what was fair, we'd all be in hell. So let's be honest. And number two, uh, life is tough. Life is tough. I mean, the good life. The good life is tough. Matter of fact, uh, the Bible says that there are two paths out there. One uh, is uh, fun. It's wide. So many people are on it, uh, It's uh, but it's going nowhere. Uh, but there's a narrow path, uh, and very few are on it. It's a lonely path sometimes, uh, but it's leading to life everlasting. So just put your big boy pants on and accept it. So today, for those of you that understand those two truths, uh, I want to be the encourager. And then I want to pass the baton because I want you to go out. And encourage others uh, because you're a conduit. You're not a you're not a vase. Uh, you're not a cistern. You're a conduit. A conduit is a pass-through agent. And so, leader, quit holding on to the blessings. Quit holding on uh, to the encouragement that people give you. Use it. Processes process it. Get what you can out of it, and then pass it on. Pass it on. So let me give you uh, some words of prose from the Reverend Wade Watts. It says, don't quit. When things go wrong, as they sometimes will, when the road you're trudging seems all uphill, when the funds are low and the debts are high, and you want to smile but you have to sigh, when care is pressing you down a bit, rest if you must, but don't you quit. Life is queer with its twists and its turns, as every one of us sometimes learns, and many a failure turns about when they might have won had they stuck it out. Don't give up, though the pace seems slow, you may succeed with another blow. Often the struggler has given up when he might have captured the victor's cup, and he learned too late when the night came down how close he was to the golden crown. Success is failure turned inside out, the silver tint of the clouds of doubt, and you never can tell how close you are. It may be near when it seems so far, so stick to the fight when your hardest hit is when things seems worse that you mustn't quit. Great words, Reverend Watson. great words. So today we want to talk about encourage. You know, I'm an etymologist. Uh, no, I don't eat bugs. Uh, I like to study words. that's why I like to study words uh, and uh, man the the word encourage uh, means to put courage into somebody. I mean, isn't that cool? I mean, a lot of people put pain and hurt and victimhood and negativity and trash uh, into other people or around other people. And we get to be leaders to of hope so we can put courage into people. So if you're going to put something into somebody or take something out of somebody or move something around, you should know what that something is. So what is this thing courage if we want to be an encourager we want to put courage into somebody what is this thing called courage and one of my favorite quotes is by Teddy Roosevelt and it's very masculine written ladies it's okay not everything has to be about every single person. Uh, So I'm not going to rewrite somebody's words uh, to make you feel less comfortable. Uh, But I want to share the words as they were written by Teddy Roosevelt, April 10th, 1899. He says, courage. It's not the critic who counts, not the man who points out how the strong man stumbled or where the doer of deeds could have done them better. The credit belongs to the man who is actually in the arena. Whose face is marred by dust and sweat and blood, who strives valiantly, who errs and comes up short again and again, who knows the great enthusiasms, the great devotions and spends himself in a worthy cause, who at best knows in the end the triumph of high achievements and who at the worst, if he fails, at least he fails while daring greatly. So that his place shall never be with those cold and timid souls who know neither defeat nor victory. Man, that's powerful. That is powerful. Courage comes from the French word courierre. I don't speak French, so I might have pronounced that wrong, (laughs) meaning heart. Isn't that cool? It's meaning heart. Being courageous means facing our fears, coming from our heart rather than our head. It's a place where we face our vulnerabilities and overcome them. This is done through an emotional connection, an emotional desire that want it and want it, create it, live it is about desire. It's about passion, having that fuel that keeps you going. You know, it takes strength to be firm, but it takes courage to be gentle. It takes strength to stand guard, but it takes courage to let down your guard. It takes strength to conquer. It takes courage to surrender. It takes strength to be certain. It takes courage to have doubt. It takes strength to fit in. It takes courage to stand out. It takes strength to feel a friend's pain. It takes courage to to fill your own pain. It takes strength to hide your own pains. It takes courage to show them. It takes strength to endure abuse, but it takes courage to stop it. It takes strength to stand alone. It takes courage to lean on another. It takes strength to survive. It takes courage to live. Courage is going for something which you know in your heart is right. But the entire external universe screams a big fat no to it. Courage is what makes you raise your voice when you see either a man or a woman being assaulted. Courage is when you start telling others no. Courage is when you learn to accept that the reason of your failures is no one else but you. Courage is standing by your morals no matter what. Strength is the power behind courage. Strength is what will give you the courage. Strength is continuing to stay motivated on the path you've chosen despite facing trials. Strength is what incites you to jump in the midst of a fight to protect the innocent. Strength is what gives you the confidence to say no. Strength is what makes you stand by the choices you make. You know, we have people fill out the end of their training at likeitmatters.net, uh, a questionnaire. And one of the questions is how will you experience at leadership awakening affect your life? And one of the recent graduates who you hear from tomorrow said this, quote, I heard a description one time of the Holy Spirit as an encourager. But it wasn't just for comfort. The picture included the Holy Spirit standing behind a person. And the Holy Spirit is holding a sword with the tip gently pressed In the back of that person that this was part of the definition of encourager I will use this this to expect more of the people God has entrusted me to you know it's interesting when you think of the word encouraged you think of coddling somebody and stroking their hair and saying it's okay little girl it's okay little boy it's gonna be okay or is there that sword sticking in the back of someone who's afraid to move forward, afraid to step over line, afraid to be more than they were capable of being? Today on like It Matters, we're going to take a look at the role of the encourager.
6: Here's what a pastor from North Carolina who served for 33 years said about Leadership Awakening. If you don't think you need it, you're probably the one that needs it the most you know I was one of those been there done that and I've been through some powerful things most of them have been ministry related and I mean I've been in the hearing and in the presence of some of the best speakers about Christian things that the world knows and I've been encouraged and I've been excited and I've been given energy honestly this did something for me that none of those ever did and I'm not sure ever could because it presented to me some methodologies and some practical principles that I had never learned. And it has made a tremendous impact on my life. Change the course of your life by attending the next Like It Matters Leadership Awakening in Richmond, Virginia, August 23rd through the 25th. Go to likeitmatters.net, click on Schedule for Leadership Awakening near you. Leadership Awakening. We don't take applicants, only commitment
3: june is ptsd awareness month according to the national center for ptsd otherwise known as post-traumatic stress disorder ptsd is a mental health problem that some people develop after experiencing or witnessing a life-threatening event like combat a natural disaster a car accident or sexual assault for some people ptsd symptoms may start later on or they may come and go over time this wellness spotlight is brought to you by wellness radio 1570
0: If you could build the world's greatest radio station, where would you start? We'd begin by creating a live station that's able to provide breaking news updates. Then we'd install some of today's top political voices behind the mic. Finally, we'd craft a convenient way to listen with a specialized mobile app. No, it's not a work in progress. It's on the air now. AM 1280 The Patriot. Intelligent radio. Online at am1280thepatriot.com.
5: Welcome back to Like It Matters Radio. Radio, Like It Matters inspiration, education, and application. I am Mr. Black. Looking through the window, looking at Trevor Kay, who's the producing, spinning the dials, pressing the buttons, uh, and making it allowable for you to hear me, whatever neck of the woods, whatever country in the world you are listening to us in. You know, I I heard the other day a guy I met five years ago, Sakar, uh, in London, my good friend, and he said uh, uh, all of a sudden I got this phone call in or text, I should say, and it was Sakar in London listening to like it matters radio. Uh, we have a huge graduate base in Sao Paulo, Brazil. So cool. Uh, thank you, Navaldo and team. They sent me a picture. They actually made mugs like it matters radio mugs. It's pretty cool. Uh, just puts a smile on my heart. Got uh, Kevin young uh, in China, a listener out there that I hear from. And we got listeners all over the country. Been hearing from people in St. Louis and Richmond, Virginia. And it's really exciting because uh, we're taking this thing nationwide. We're going to change this world one person at a time. And you know how you do it? You change their thinking. And not to manipulate, not to twist it up, but to teach people what's really going on, how wonderfully, incredibly, and powerful, powerfully they've been made. You know, my passion is to help people maximize the potentials they were created with. That's what I'm here for. I know uh, what I'm here for, and so I'm here to help you. Uh, and so you can go like it and check that out this two and a half day training where we'll'll ch- we'll teach you all this stuff uh, but the, you know the listers all over the country I'm here in Minneapolis our home base uh, team 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 number one right here, AM 1570, every Monday through Friday, 9 to 10 a.m., uh, and then replayed 5 to 6 p.m. Central Standard Time. It's also our connection to iHeartRadio. Uh, you can listen anywhere in the world on iHeartRadio. Uh, just go to iHeartRadio and query or search uh, Wellness Radio 1570. And there you'll find us Monday through Friday, 9 to 10 a.m. Central Standard Time, 5 to 6 p.m. Central Standard Time. Now in St. Louis, we are so honored to be part of the incredible uh, radio station. Uh, uh, it is St. Louis uh, Gospel Station. It is incredible. Um, and they are just going through the roof. They're listing audience. they become a billboard uh, audience as well. And we are from seven to eight. Uh, there in St. Louis. 95.1 FM uh, praise. And then if you go to, if you're Richmond, Virginia, we are on 103.3 FM. Uh, great radio station. So honored to be a part of that uh, team out there as well. Uh, and we play 6 to 7 p.m. Uh, uh, of course, they're on the East Coast, East Standard Time. So today we are talking about uh Encouragement. Encouragement. Uh, The Encourager is the title of today's show. It reminds me of an old English prayer. Take time to work. It is the price of success. Take time to think. It is the source of power. Take time to play. It is the secret of perpetual youth. Take time to read. It is a fountain of wisdom. Take time to be friendly, it is the road to happiness. Take time to dream, it is hitching your wagon to a star. Take time to look around, it's too short a day to be selfish. Take time to laugh, it's the music of the soul. And take time to listen to Like It Matters Radio. You got to put good stuff in. There's nothing else out there on the radio like it. Trevor and I spend an hour a day getting this out to you. Don't don't waste our time. Don't waste your time either. But we have our time has value, just like yours does. And so we want to encourage you. Lock this up. This should be programming. And if you miss it, you can go to LikeItMattersRadio.com, and there you can listen to this show. In uh, three or four months of archived other messages, you know encouragement. This is by Jim Ness encouragement like flowers can brighten away turn storms into rain paint colors from gray find good in the bad bring laughter from pain lift up a spirit even loosen a chain rainbows from darkness or a peek at the sun blessings in joy or a moment of fun sharing is easy with a little each day blossoms of joy uh, to brighten the day and Kristen Fairheary, I'm sorry, Kristen, for mispronouncing your name so poorly. She wrote these words called Charge the Hill. At the base of the mountain, I raise my eyes to the climb that looms ahead. And though I tremble at the road before, it is the path that I must tread. My heart beats wildly, wildly, and my legs feel weak, but my comfort comes in knowing there's a power greater than all of me so my faith just keeps on growing. Though the world may try to tell me faith is simple and quite naive, I felt his presence in the blackest of times, and I shall continue to believe. There may be days to come where I feel alone during the pain and hardest trials, but there's an unseen world holding me up and protecting me all the while. I know prayers and love will come to him, For those who share my suffering, whose hearts and souls are tied with mine, in this journey laid out for me. So I take the first step and begin the climb, and I know love will gently lead. Each hand firmly held by family and friends, we charge the hill to victory. See, that's the role of an encourager. Encourage is, as I said before, is to put courage into somebody. When you encourage someone, you put courage into somebody. Courage comes from the French word courier, C-O-E-U-R, meaning heart. Being courageous means facing our fears and coming from our heart rather than our head. It's a place where we face our vulnerabilities and overcome them. This is done by being emotionally involved with our cause. Courage is going for something which you know is in your heart is right. But the entire external universe screams it's wrong. Courage is what makes you raise your voice when you see either a a man or a woman, a person, being attacked, assaulted, treated poorly. Courage is when you start telling others no when you had a hard time before and you just said yes, 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 even though you couldn't. Courage is when you learn to accept that the reason of your failures is no one else's. I mean, we got to put our big boy pants on, our big girl pants on, and quit blaming the world because someone has something we don't have. You know, if you list to most of the Ten Commandments, you can put them in the covetous arena. And we live in such a covetous country, a uh, world now, where I deserve what that person has, where I deserve the same outcome they get. No, you don't. Uh, stop whenever you have to start with I deserve you're you're in trouble because let's be honest if we got what we deserve you think you're miserable now uh, you'd really be miserable you got to get this we're responsible for our failure how come everybody takes response for their successes but won't take response for their failure come on buddy it it works both ways if you're going to accept responsibility for all your success then you better put your big boy bands on And when you get knocked on your butt, and you will, if you're playing big, you pick yourself up, you dust yourself off, and you hit it again. And if you really want to play big, I'm being speaking the truth to you right now. It's worth every every moment of your time you're investing. It's going to knock you down again if you're going to play big. And you can stay down and feel sorry for yourself. You can stay down and blame the president. You can stay down and blame your mom. You can stay down and blame your boss. Or you can pick yourself up. Dust yourself off. And clean up the narrative in your head and say, what can I learn from this? Because failure is one of the greatest learning mechanisms that God gives us. Too many people aren't as successful as they want to be. Can I tell you why? Because they're not willing to fail forward. You got to fail forward, people. You got to have strength to pick yourself up. Proverbs twenty four sixteen says, though, a wise man will, or a righteous man will stumble seven times. He'll get back up. But the wicked will stumble into ruin. It takes strength of your conviction. you got to know who you are. you got to know why you're here. you got to know whose you are. These are critical things. Who are you? Who are you? Why do you get up each day, do what you do, go home at night, get up the next day, and do it again and again and again? What do you want? What makes a good day a good day? What makes a bad day a bad day? How do you know if this last week has been successful? How do you make sure that this week is going to be successful? Get off of autopilot, leader. Come on, listener. You need to get your butt in the game. And that means become conscious. Start living in the now moment. Go to likeitmatters.net. Get your butt in a class. Let me teach you how to focus. Let me teach you what passion is. Let's learn what real commitment is. Let's get some fire going in our belly again. Let's get some strength to overcome. Strength to live our lives like they matter. Strength is the power behind courage. Strength is what will give you the courage. Strength is continuing to stay motivated on the path you've chosen despite facing trials Strength is what incites you to jump in the midst of a fight to protect the innocent Strength is what gives you the confidence to say no And also the confidence to say yes Strength is what makes you stand by the choices you make You know, I told you before I read this earlier I'm reading it again, this was sent to me Quote, this is one of my graduates said this from last week and after the class was over He said, quote, I heard a description one time of the Holy Spirit as an encourager, but it wasn't just for the comfort. He said the picture included the Holy Spirit standing behind a person with a sword gently pressed against their back, edging them forward. And he said that this was part of the definition of encourager. I didn't understand. Now I do after being through your training, he said, I will use this to expect more of the people God has entrusted to me. Because here was a gentleman who had a low bar for people. See, he thought he was encouraging people by whatever they did, he raised their hand. Yeah, you did good, you did good, you did good. Here's the problem, leader. If everybody's doing good, no matter what they're doing, what do you tell people who are actually doing good? You gotta get this. If everything's Pollyanna, If everybody's doing great, no matter what they're doing, then what do you tell people that are really doing well? And leader, who are you helping? Because if all you ever tell people is fluff, the value of what you're saying was lost a long time ago, I promise you. And if all you're ever doing is criticizing people, why would anyone want to come to you at all? And so leaders, we gotta have balance. Leaders, and today we're gonna take a look at the role of the encourager. Well, I mean, what does encouragement look like? What does encouragement sound like? What does encouragement feel like? If it walks like a duck, if it quacks like a duck, if it hangs out with little furry yellow creatures, you might consider it's a duck. So what does encouragement walk like? What does it quack like? And what does it hang out with? Be back in three minutes to find out the answer.
6: Here's what business owner Ken Johnson had to say about the impact Like
1: It Matters Leadership Awakening had on his employees. Since then... Every single person has been thrilled with the results, and myself included.
6: Change the course of your life. Go to likeitmatters.net and click on Schedule to register for the next Leadership Awakening class in Minneapolis, June 14th through the 16th. That's likeitmatters.net. Leadership Awakening. We don't take applicants, only commitment.
3: Montessori, an educational model that is founded on the premise that all children are natural learners with curiosity. Hand in Hand Christian Montessori specializes in one-to-one learning instead of one-size-fits-all. Private school. Homeschool students. Love, learn, and lead. Call 651-784-7988 or go to hihcm.org.
6: Did you know approximately 980 Minnesotans will be diagnosed with pancreatic cancer this year? Only 88 will live to see the year 2022.
5: Like It Matters inspiration, education and application. I am your blessed radio host, your radio life caddy, and you can call me Mr. Black. And man, I have a place for you to spend an hour of your day every Monday through Friday. Uh just an hour. That's all I ask. Hour and your life will be ever uh, forever be better. Tomorrow on Like It Matters Radio, we're gonna actually hear from uh some of the uh graduates from last weekend's class. You wanna talk about and be encouraged? That's incredible. Uh and then Friday got a great show with a uh, uh positive uh um um rap artist a uh, great guy um, uh, Michael Alexander we'll have him with us uh it, it's just phenomenal we'll have a great show and then next Tuesday uh we're going to have a uh, national champion coach Jim Herrick you know the only one outside of uh the coach uh, to win a national championship uh at UCLA and so Jim's a friend of mine and uh we're going to talk about leadership on the court uh also he's been coaching for 40 years uh 40 years uh and what's what's different what's different i want to i want to talk to him and i don't know what the answers are i'm going to just pose i told him jim we're going to do a little different uh you know so he's in coaching again he's assisting somewhere in southern california we'll hear all that from coach herrick but just a blessed man and you will be blessed so lock this up man trevor you're gonna be here right i'm gonna be here You know, I mean, you might as well be here. It's going to be good stuff happening. So you might want to tune in. So today on Like It Matters Radio, uh, we're talking about the encourager. You know, I truly believe that as leaders, our number one commodity is hope. Uh, Let's be honest, we live in a dark and helpless and hopeless world at times. Uh, You know, this morning I had uh, a coffee uh, with a friend of mine and, uh, you know, just a good guy, a great young marriage, a, a, a great walk with God, doing a, you know, a lot of things right. And uh, we we're talking about struggling. You know, uh, uh, you, you know, we all struggle. And uh, it's not that there's something wrong with you. And if you don't struggle, you might want to check your passport. You might want to check that you're in your coffin called a comfort zone Because it's really comfortable in your comfort zone. There's a lot of people very comfortable as their marriages are falling apart. There's a lot of people very comfortable sitting in a pew every Sunday as the world's falling apart. There's a lot of people comfortable. And I'm going to tell you right now, some of you need to get uncomfortable. You need to get uncomfortable. You know, a pearl uh, is created in the uncomfortableness of a grain of sand. You got to get this, man. God allows us to struggle at times. God allows us the consequence of our choices. Why? So we'll learn to make better choices. (laughs) That's why. So we'll grow. You know, uh, it's a muscle. If you want to play big, and some of you out there, I know you're praying to God. I know you're asking for promotions. You're asking, I want to play bigger. Are you willing to pay the price? Are you willing to pay the price? Because there's a price Every God has a sacrifice. I should write a song. That's pretty cool. There's a prize. Every God has a sacrifice. I like that. It's a good line and a good song they could write. <laughs> I'm, I'm probably someone has written it. I'm sure they have. So just you know, food for thought. I want to be an encouragement. And some of you have a twisted ex- view of what encouragement is. Encouragement to some of you think it's always telling you you're right. Or always telling. I'm not saying. I, I'm not looking to discourage you. But the definition of insanity is doing the same thing over and over and expecting different results. If you're doing so well, why would you still be struggling like you are? I got a guy, I think he's a friend, I don't know, he's disowned me, but he's having a fight with me that I'm not participating You ever have that? Or someone's having a fight with you that you're not participating with, but they're they're carrying this whole thing on. And, you know, he's uh, engaged and not engaged, engaged and not engaged, and... He's been in this relationship with this person and it's uh, it's just, you know, and he's seeking all this encouragement and counsel from all these incredibly wonderful Christian people of all these incredible marriages and that's been going on for a year and a half and he's still just as confused. It's actually worse. I think they're now unengaged. <laughs> But yet he's supposedly walking with God and everybody around him counseling him is walking with God and all this confusion. Last time I checked, I don't serve a God of confusion. That's the prince of the Error, who's confusion. That's his number one weapon formed against us. And yet for to be doing what you're doing for a year and a half and be no better off, you might want to consider changing your approach, <laughs> I'm just telling you, a pretty smart guy, that's not me. Einstein was a pretty sharp guy, remember? He so smart, he didn't need to comb his hair. You know, that's when you know you're real smart. <laughs> when you don't need to comb your hair, I'm getting there, Trevor, I'm getting there. <laughs> when you don't need to comb your hair, that's when you know you're really smart. And so just food for thought there, you know, some of us think uh, encouragement is just cuddling, you know, like you're a cat petting a cat. It's going to be OK. It's going to be OK. You just keep doing what you're doing, even though you're destroying yourself. I love you. I'm praying for you. At some point, you got to figure out this balance. And, you know, there I got this article, good articles by Dr. Keith Maron Maron. Uh, it's from uh, uh, real-leaders.com. It says encouragement versus discouragement. And this is what he's talking about. The reason I bring up that story is this guy, uh, he had did something with his fiance, now who's girlfriend, and that was really wrong. He's a friend of mine. He's a guy I mentored. He said I, I helped him come into uh, fatherhood, that his father didn't do that, and uh, I was all this. But I had to share with him some words uh, that well, that weren't pretty. He was treating his fiance pretty rudely, disrespectfully. Trust me, I know what that looks like. I've done it to enough people in my life. I'm not proud of it. And so I had to speak the truth to him, and he didn't like it. He didn't like it. He said that, uh, you know, you didn't even ask for my opinion on this. You didn't get my take on this and all that. Well, I mean, when something's wrong, it's wrong. I don't need someone to justify leaders. You don't need to let someone justify why why, why they killed somebody, why they stole from someone. Why they disrespected someone? Do you really need to know the why? Does it really matter? Or does it matter that what you did was below you, that you're better than that? That's not how you should come across. And because I said that, he didn't think that was too encouraging. He thought it was discouraging. And he said that he no longer wants to participate. (laughs) He no longer wants to participate in this relationship if that's what it's going to be. I got people lining up to participate in my life. So okay, I wish you well. I don't have any hard feelings, but I'm here if you need anything, okay? See, sometimes you gotta know who you are or as you always gotta know who you are. And sometimes when you know that you gotta say the truth and it hurts and you know you can't control what somebody does with that. And so this guy wrote an article called Encouragement versus Discouragement A Personal Journey. And he says, for the past few months, I've been guided by a simple notion that appears to be quite powerful in how I relate to others. It has to do with encouraging versus discouraging. He says, about a year ago, I began to see this distinction clearly, which begs the question, why hadn't I seen it before? The question I've been left with is the following. Is the person I just interacted with left with a feeling of encouragement or discouragement? The question came to me after talking with my son about a concern I had with the way he was conducting himself. It was obvious that he left the conversation feeling down. I noticed his gait was slower, his shoulders slumped, and his energy clearly deflated. Now, this is not how I want my son to be walking in his life. And yet, that is how he left our conversation. My hope was that he could feel challenged and inspired to change. And then later in the article, he says, my wish is for people to be challenged, supported, and uplifted. To be called to their better selves as a result of spending time with me. To make change in one's life requires resolve, determination, and belief in oneself. In addition, some kind of disequilibrium or disruptive event or crisis required. Did you hear that? This is Dr. It says, Dr. So he's a lot smarter than I am. It says, To make change in one's life requires resolve determination, and belief in one's self. In addition, some kind of disequilibrium or disruptive event or crisis is required. This can motivate people and ignite a desire for growth and development. However, change will be inhibited if a person only feels discouragement. And he feels that's what he did. And so he put this, I'm just reading from his article, this is later, and it says, uh, when I am critical without compassion, and focusing solely on the negative without seeing the potential of the person in front of me or communicating my belief with them, then they leave discouraged and not feeling supported. And he says, my pattern for learning has been focused on what I was doing wrong. This actually used to work for me to a point as I kept trying to fix what was broken. Yet at the same time, it was a very hard way of life. I was hard on myself and rarely, if ever, really enjoyed life. Yes, I was growing along the way, but the journey was very difficult. It was only when I began to see the beauty in my life and appreciate who I was and had ultimately become that my pattern of inner criticism began to change. You hear that? Inner criticism. And as it did, I felt more encouraged. And as I felt more encouraged, I enjoyed the journey more and more. My success grew geometrically, not arithmetically. Uh, as well. Wow, that's a hard word to read uh, as it had done earlier in my life. In other words, my capacity to grow had developed because of my changed stance in life. This doesn't mean I avoid speaking the truth when I see something wrong or needing involvement. It simply means that when consulting others, I offer them the following. And after the break, I'm going to give you he really came up with eight pieces, and these are really great pieces I want to give you after the break, but I'm going to tease you over. Trevor's teaching about the little tease. Just tease him over. Come on, I got a little candy over here. You got to hold on after the break. But yeah, a little teasing there. But I do want you to know something. You know, this is where all my disciplines come in. You know, transaxial analysis. You got to understand the study of communication. There's a stimulus and a response. The stimulus does not dictate the response. It might encourage it, like a good volleyball player could set it up and then someone spikes it but it doesn't make it happen. What happens, we gotta remember, the mind is six times faster than we can talk. And the Bible says the dog returns to its vomit. That doesn't make any sense either, just like what I'm about to say. When someone says something or does something, our mind is six times faster than we can talk. And so what we automatically go is we return to our vomit. We go to what we know. So all of a sudden we're, we're reminded, we remember, uh, someone else criticizing us. And so we hear that other person criticizing it, or we beat ourselves up because we're sick and tired of being a disappointment, you know, or we see somebody doing something from our past, or we feel that tightness in our chest. And then based on what we do in the auditory, the visual and the kinesthetic realms, then we respond. We're not responding to what that person did. We're responding to how we process what that person did. So put your big boy pants on. You make yourself feel the way you feel. We'll be back in three minutes. Be there soon.
2: Learn the signs at AutismSpeaks.org slash signs. Brought to you by Autism Speaks and the Ad Council.
5: Welcome back to Like It Matters Radio. Radio, like it matters, inspiration, education, and application. I am your blessed radio host, your radio life caddy, and you can call me Mr. Black. And if you missed the first three segments of this show, The cool thing is you can go to iTunes Radio now. Go to, oh not radio, so just go to iTunes, uh, and you can subscribe to Like It Matters Radio. That's so cool. And so at the end of the radio show, I don't know what Trevor does, he sends it off into the nether world, and it goes where it's supposed to go, like a big sprinkler system. Uh, And part of places where it goes is it goes as a podcast to iTunes somehow. I don't know how the gremlins work, but they make it happen. And uh, it'll be sitting there waiting for you, readily available. Uh, Please, if you do Facebook, like us on Facebook. That means if you're probably over 40 because no kids do, it's all grown up people to do Facebook now. But you know, we post pictures, you know, uh, a picture's worth a thousand words, so Val always creates, Miss Black always creates a picture for that day's show. It's kind of cool. So if you go look uh, about The Encourager and go to Facebook.com slash LM Radio, you'll see the picture of a beautiful woman walking a plank being prodded by, quote, The Encourager. The difference between a pirate gunship is that sword in the back is pushing you to your demise. But a great leader, that sword in the back is saying, hey, I believe in you, no armor on the back. You're not going backwards. See, when a samurai warrior went into battle, he wore armor all over the front, all over the sides, but he never wore armor on the back. Why? Because he gave his word that he would never retreat, he would never surrender. And so he never wore armor on the back, So we've never entertained the possibility of turning his back and running because he gave his word. The term is Bushido. It is the code of ethics of the samurai warrior. And so that picture is so powerful because knowing that a warrior never wears armor on their back, the encourager has a a sharp sword behind them just to prod them forward. You know, because like Paul said, uh, you know, what Jesus said to Paul, why are you kicking against the goads, Paul? Why are you kicking against the goads? A goad is a sharp thing that makes you go the uh, away from it, move in a direction. It's putting you on a direction. And encouragement is about putting courage into people. And I shared this on the first segment. But I'm going to share it again, one of my favorite quotes in the world, by, and it's by Teddy Roosevelt, called Courage. It's not the critic who counts not the man who points out how the strong man stumbled or where the doer of deeds could have done them better. The credit belongs to the man who is actually in the arena, whose face is marred by dust and sweat and blood, who strives valiantly, who errs and comes up short again and again, who knows the great enthusiasms, the great devotions, and spends himself in a worthy cause, who at best knows in the end the triumph of high achievements, and who at the worst if he fails, at least he fails while daring greatly, so that his place shall never be with those cold and timid souls who know neither defeat nor victory. And what I want to do is I want to share with you this uh, guy. This his name is Dr. Keith Merron, M-E-R-R-O-N. He's with the. It's uh, something called the Conscious Leader. He says, Dr. Moran helps organizations with bold visions achieve sustainable, high performance and in industry leadership. He teaches leadership at Holt School of Business. And I got this article from real-leaders.com. And he basically gives talks about encouraging and he wants to uh, encourage people. And he says, when I'm critical without compassion and focus solely on the negative without seeing the potential of the person in front of me or communicating my belief in them, they leave discouraged. And so he he basically has about eight principles, and I think they're of value here, and I want to share them with you. And he says, uh, this is allowing people to understand. These are kind of like presuppositions. This is where you set up the relationship, where like the guy who I thought was my friend, he told me I had helped him come into manhood, but because I told him a couple words that no one else would tell him, that you can't treat a woman like that. You can't disrespect somebody like that. I don't care what they've done to you. You're supposed to be a Christian. You're supposed to be a man, a leader, a man of God. You quit justifying treating your fiance slash girlfriend cold and rude. And because I said that and everybody else in his life wants just love on him and tell him he's okay, he's okay, he's okay, he no longer wants to participate in our relationship and that's okay. But he's got to know and he's told me this over and over how I feel about him. I love him. And I love him enough uh, to say some things that don't sound good. I mean, Jesus had a temple tantrum. I mean, if Jesus walked today, we'd be all offended. We'd throw Jesus in jail, like maybe like they did before. Probably put him up to be crucified or electric chair today. Because he told religious leaders they were whitewashed tombs. He told them they were a brood of vipers. He called people hypocrite a lot. He said, you'd heard it said this, but I tell you this, na 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 nah. Because nah, 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 nah. he was always dealing with the heart. And, you know, because of transactional analysis, there's a stimulus and response. Some of us leaders, we got to realize we can only control three three things. You can't own other people's stuff. Quit owning people's stuff, their success or their failure. But we can control three things. Number one, what you say. Number two, the way you say it. And number three, the underlying intent for what you said. That's all you can control. And then other people are going to play it out like they play it out because there's a stimulus and a response. Transactional analysis 101. The stimulus does not dictate the response. What happens after someone has a stimulus, someone says something or does something, they then go return to their vomit. They go to what they know. They go to their past. And they go to something they saw or they see something, they go to something they said or heard, or they say something to themselves, or they go to a feeling from their past when they were five years old, when they were seven years old, when their mom and dad beat them, when their mom and dad walked out, whatever it is. And then based on that, what they do in their own head and experience, then they respond. People don't respond to what you do, ladies and gentlemen. They respond to what you believe you're doing. That's what it is. I treat people the same way in my training. It's an intense environment. If I'm going to change your life in two days, let's get moving. And yet some people come into it with a big smile, like last week we had Pastor Don Delich uh, from Bethel Bible Church went through with us, and he always had a smile, no matter how intense my words were. And yet some people sitting right next to him thought I was El Diablo himself. <laughs> I was going to eat their young. I was going to rip their heart out and hold them. I mean, I was going to do any of that. And Pastor Don's looking at me as a great man and God. And so you got two people right next to each other. I'm doing the same exact thing. One of them thinks I'm El Diablo. One of them thinks I'm a child of God. What's the difference? Don't you see? Nobody responds to what you're doing. They respond to what you believe they're doing based on the filter of their past, of their trauma, of their drama. And so that's why you can't own it. You know, Covey used to talk about the circle of concern and the circle of control. And our focus should be on where those two cross, those things that bother us and those things that we have an effect on. So, encourager, three things that you're responsible for. Number one, what you're saying. Speak the truth. Number two, the way you say it, because words are only 7% of communication. 93% is everything else. The way you're saying it your tonality your gestures are you in someone's face are you relaxed sitting back all that is everything else and by by the way everything else is everything else communication is technically only seven percent of communication people are picking up other signals consciously and unconsciously and so you got to get that and so you can't get wrapped up so you can only control what you're saying make sure it's truthful Two, the way you're saying it, make sure you're doing it in a way that it's at least allowable for people to consume it with some, you know, some care. And number three, the biggest part, what's your underlying intent? Why are you doing it? Because Jesus was always worried about our heart, and you should be too. Why did you say what you were saying? Was it to be mean? Was it to be helpful? You got my point? And then you got to let people do what they're going to do, because you can't control it anyways. So this guy, Dr. Marin said this, there's eight things. Number one, I wanna make sure you know you are good by me. I respect you and honor who you are. Maybe even write these down and and set this up before you give someone encouragement. Number two, he says, I believe in you and your capability. I trust your ability to solve this. Number three, he says, I care about you. I would not be sharing this feedback with you unless I cared about you and our relationship. Number four, everything has an upside and a downside. The challenges you're facing are a natural expression of the upside of who you are. Let's not throw out the positive as you want, work, and find ways to minimize the negative. Let's appreciate that the negative cannot exist without the positive and vice versa. He says, number five, you need resolve to tackle the challenges you face right now. This is a journey that may take time. Take it slow and break it down into many steps so you can monitor and acknowledge your progress. Don't try to change it all at once. Number six, accept and embrace any failure you may have along the journey. Learn from these setbacks. Expect and don't expect expect miracles. Says number seven, I am not attached to you after offering my suggestions or guidance. I trust you to create your own experiences and own the decisions and consequences that arise from them. And number eight, you are not your results. You are far more than your personality, your actions, and your ability. Remember, the deeper essence of who you are. And leaders, we got to know those existential questions. Who are you? Why are you here? What's your purpose? If today was your last day on this planet, did it matter one bit that you were given the gift of life? I am Mr. Black. You are under construction on the Like It Matters Radio Network. Radio, Like It Matters, inspiration, education, and application.
3: Call me, Alyssa Brecken, at 651-289-4406 or visit our website at TwinCitiesTuitions.com.
5: Hi, this is Scott Black, host of Like It Matters Radio, heard weekday mornings at 9 on Wellness Radio, KDIZ, Golden Valley.